0: great little beginning, right? Sure was. And you know what? There's a microphone here, so what say you that we record another episode of American Brews and Tunes? Uh-oh! Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song, American Brews and Tunes. shibbity baby. Thank you again for joining us for another special episode of American Brews and Tunes. Yes, thank you so much. Since I don't know what, when we'll be releasing this in our chronology yes, of true. releases, we'll just say that this is a special one-off episode in which we again review one brew and one album of tunes. What's that I hear? One brew a-knockin'? One album a-playin'? Hey, wow, it must be a one-off episode of American <laughs> Brews and Tunes! Wow! 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 (laughs) Well, if that door knocks I shall answer. And if that tune a-plays, I shall a-listen. And I shall review. And I shall taste. Correct, you are. Uh, so, (laughs) what is this one brew that we're having that seems to be knocking... Hello? Who's there? It's me. Oh, wait, we better open the door. Oh, hello, Three Beans! (coughs) Yes, it is I! Three Beans! (laughs) From Six Point Brewery. <laughs> oh wow, I can barely hear you, Three Beans. Yeah, you should stop talking, Three Beans, because you got a weird voice. We'll uh, talk for okay, you. I'll stop. <laughs> we'll talk for you. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you for stop talking. That was a weird time in everybody's life. <laughs> uh, but it looks like we have the Three Beans by Six Point Brewery, and I believe I, I know I've reviewed one brew from Six Point, which was the High Res. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember we talked about the barcode on the back, which is when in the, the shape sh- of. The, the New York skyline, line, skyline, yeah. including the Statue of Liberty. Very cool brewery. Um, uh, this is this is a bourbon barrel aged porter with cocoa husks and coffee added. Odd. What's a what is cocoa husk different than the cocoa bean? I mean, obviously it is different, but I wonder what that has like effect wise on the beer. I don't know. Why don't you why don't you give it a little look see, so you can figure out. I know uh, this is the 3 beans like we said before and I've never yeah. had this but I have had the 5 bean which uh again is a that was pretty good right oh it was delicious it was it's out of production so they don't make it anymore but it was hmm. it was just the uh the porter uh I don't believe it was bourbon barrel aged I could be wrong um but I wonder... I'm I'm fairly almost 100% certain that it was just their their plain porter, like it was imperial porter, but it was super good. It was it was a little it was pretty boozy. I think it was around ten percent also. <clears> but m- by goodness gracious, it was good. So, so this are I'm you reading for it on Untapped? This says yeah. the original three beans recipe came from ancient texts, which described Baltic brewers making beer with beans. For this special barrel aged version, the mad scientist carefully collaborated the beer with cold brew coffee. Oh! Rich chocolates. Delicious. Chocolate. And notes of oak and bourbon to round out the profile. Maybe the beans are this. You know what? Buffy beans. Well, I, I can tell Cacao you. Cacao beans. I can tell you. And another bean, like maybe pinto. Think of a. Uh, White? Here, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Okay. It can't be green beans. Oh! Debra! Ray Romano beans? <laughs> Just the last name. Romano beans? <laughs> yeah, uh, Romano beans. <laughs> Ray Romano beans. Oh, uh, we don't want those in our, our coffee. No, our just beer. J- just Romano beans. I don't uh, know what those are, but interesting. Imperial Porter with Romano beans coffee and chocolate aged in Widow Jane bourbon barrels. And if you look at the can, it has a wood grain look on it, like the the design Yeah, you're so right. It looks it like a does. barrel. Pretty cool, oh, huh? That's interesting. Very cool. But this will be a good a good brew to have while we review the tunes. Yeah. We we'll review the tunes, and I guess we might as well say what the tune is right now before we try the beer. It's a band that it's a, a band that's a little obscure, I think. Yeah, not many people know them very very well. The Beatles. The Beatles, yes, yes. Oh, is that kind of a play on Atlas? Yes. B. Atlas. the Atlas shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> now we Josh, it's the Beatles. Oh, what's the... Oh, yeah. Rubber Soul. Beatles, Soul. the album Rubber Soul. What a grand album, but we will touch on that in a second. And if you are a music aficionado, then maybe by what song you heard before the theme song, you could have guessed what album we'd be reviewing. Yes, this is very true. And it wasn't... I changed the lyrics. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Sorry, Beatles. Sorry, not sorry. But a little sorry. <laughs> um, we have, are having these uh, in cans, yes. which is the tradition of... Six-point. I believe all of their brews are in these Red Bull-shaped cans. Those yes, skinny, yeah, these skinny, cans. the skinny boys. Yeah. So let's uh, uh, we'll say we give it a crack and uh, yeah, give I'd it a say, try. Yeah, I'd say that we should give it a little crickety-crack and and trickety-try. Crickety-crack, pippity-pour,
1: trickety-try.
0: Crickety-crack, pippity-pour into my g glass Yeah, and it's kind of interesting to have a, a, a bourbon barrel-aged porter. Usually, it's most a stout. of the time, the stout uh have had the, the bourbon barrel. I've had bourbon barrel aged IPAs, which is kind of odd. Um, like the dogfish head Barton, Ooh, Barton, Barton Fink, whatever that is, Barton barrel or Barton something or other. Uh, Barton Burton. yeah. Um, Barton and Barton. uh, Ooh. Goose Island has the bur- the uh, the Bourbon County brand stout. Um, not the stout, the oh. barley wine. So that's a barley wine oh. aged in Bourbon barrels. Oh, yeah, that was an but interesting one. But a porter is a little different, even though. Porters are similar to stouts. It's just a more, more similar, more of it, similar almost... than like a barley wine aged in it. So, you know, so th- this probably won't be too far away from yeah. a normal bourbon, era, bur- bourbon, bourbon era, barrel. Yeah. Bourbon barrel. and it is a ten percent porter. So I, yeah. Why is it different than a stout? Because generally stouts so, uh, are yeah. heavier porters. Okay, so let's... Porter is the first porters were in existence before stouts, I believe. I believe so. Yeah, uh, and then they made stout porters. Stout was the descriptor of the porter. Yeah. Uh, until it eventually became its own style called the stout. So essentially, the stout's a heavier porter. Yeah. Um, so I'm so predicting. This is, it's probably going to be a. It's probably I'm. I mean, from what you just described, I'm assuming that it's just going to be a lighter mouthfeel than a stout would be. Yeah. Or but coming in, have... coming in bourbon barrel aged and at 10.1 percent, I think it's still going to. Tastes like so a stout. Yeah, also, we'll see if we can differentiate. But uh, let's give it the old everybody's favorite catchphrase. Yep. Not crack our glasses. Yeah. And try the it All righty. Oh gosh, that is delicious. Oh wow. Um, it's my. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. Other than the flavors, I'm just gonna say. There was a, a strong booziness at first, and it yeah. dissipated and was super smooth. Yeah, yeah, it that, definitely... That was the weird part, because normally if you have a, a beer that's boozy, either mm. it'll, you'll taste it the entire time, or the booziness will hit you afterwards. What I got was the booziness up front, and it went away, and it was just super smooth going down. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, uh, flavor-wise... Flavor wise, sweet. I mean, it's definitely sweet, but it also has that roasty malty. Yeah, that fro- that phrase that we have, we have thus coined. Yeah, I think before we now, it. but yeah, it's it's the sweetness up front, but it, lingering roast. Yeah, roasty malties, like a really nice, kind of like the the uh, bitterness you would get from eating a straight coffee bean, uh, but with none of like the um, acidity. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you mean. It's it's very pleasant flavor. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see if the flavor changes at all. Are you getting much in the way of the bourbon barrel Yeah, a little a little bit, yeah. Let me go in for another sip I'm to not, see if I'm, I'm not up getting, on getting it. as much oakiness as I would like. But I think as it warms up I'll be able to taste that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard for me to tell that it's there in all honesty. I, can, I think it's the chocolate and coffee is, is a little, a little overpowering. overpowering it right now. Yeah. Well it's it's a fantastic brew. I would get really this again, is. to be honest. I uh, on my favorite app, Untapped, I would probably give us—I'd say Oops. like a four-two-five, maybe. Which I accidentally is a stellar review. I accidentally didn't rate it. That's okay. Here's all you can always edit that. Wait, can I just cancel it? But uh, no. If if our uh, <clears throat> opinions of this brew change, change. at all over the change. course of our reviewing, change. we will—you will be the first to hear it. Yes, literally. you will hear it first, and you will hear it here first and here. You heard it here, and you heard it first. Here, 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 here in American Brews and Tunes. Yeesh. Yes, you see now, that's right. Here at American Brews and Tunes. Well, now that we've uh, started to outline the brew, let's let's go with the tune. All right, that's a good idea. Uh, Rubber Soul, being the sixth studio album of the Beatles, (laughs) released in 19... 65, which was right after Help, which came out in 64. Mm. And it was right before Revolver, which also came out in 65. Did it really? Yes. Okay, well, the, wow. The Beatles, they, released- they, they pumped out releases multiple a year. That's insane. And the quality uh, and you like the uniqueness of each album and each song yeah. to, to pump that out all the albums they did within the... Well, I think they were active from like 60... I don't know, 63, 64, all the way to 69? I thought it was like 70... I think it was 69. Was it just 69? Okay. Um, but so wait, so only like seven years. It. They had a a rel for what they did for music and for what they released. It was very. It was a short, very short amount of time. Short lived. Yeah, which makes it all the more impressive. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like there aren't many any many bands nowadays who are only a band for seven years, and then they. Like and have had the impact that the Beatles have had. Uh, according to Wikipedia, they <clears throat> formed in 1960 and they disbanded in 1970. Um, but when do they like start producing albums? And it like, like being Beatle Mania started in 63. So let's I say, would say 63 to 70 then. Yeah. And what was their last studio album? Um, I think Let It Be was the last one record released. But they recorded Abbey Road after it. Oh, really? Well, I could be getting that wrong. Uh, I'm not going to say this as mm. as definite proof, but you know what I'm saying. You, yeah. catch my, you catch my drift, guys? You guys all know what he's saying. Yeah, because they, they released Let It Be, I believe, after, after. they broke up, which okay. came out in 1970. And their first big album, which was Please, Please Me, came out in 63. So let's say okay. seven years. Yeah. And they released world changing music. That's true. I think they it's really good. Um, I think this is a pretty important album. This one and the following album were very seminal for the change of the Beatles' sound. They started out as like a rock and roll band. Yeah. Which all British invasion bands kind of had like, that sound. Hey, Susie Q. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Herman's Hermits. That's another random, let's say the animals. Yeah, the animals. Even though I monkeys. came not remember if they're British. Monkeys. All these British bands come over to America, do the rock and roll thing. It was. Hard to differentiate, almost. Well, obviously um, you could differentiate, but there was a yeah. that that market was a little saturated. I would say. Yeah, that was a very popular sound, and uh, on the album Help, I think they started to kind of break away a little bit, but it was still mm-hmm. much more rock and roll. Uh, this album is the the progression from that, but I think next album Revolvers when they really branch out with songs mm. like that's the album that has Eleanor Rigby. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Love to you, which is super sitar focused, super sitar driven. Yeah, but this this album kind of branches into that. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. There are quite a few songs on here that are, uh, that are, not like I guess out there for them at the time. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. There, not out there at all, but no, but they were very different. For they branched out and changed their sound a lot. So would you say that track number one, uh, Drive My Car, is kind of more like that traditional, older, traditional rock and roll? Rock and roll. Like Beatles rock and roll. Yeah, I think that's nothing new, but it's still a great song. Yeah, it is. And I gave that song a four out of five, and here's what I said about it. Beep, beep, yeah. (laughs) Beep, 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 yeah. Or as Pennywise the Dancing Clown would say, beep, beep, Richie. (laughs) I was so excited that he said that in the new movie. Oh, yeah, Um, I remember that. In the book, if you read it, all the friends say beep, beep. Or I think Richie is the one who says beep, beep. All oh, the time, because really? he he's, a, says it all he's a, time. A, a jokester, and so Pennywise, beep, beep. like Pennywise, would say all these inside jokes that they had with each other to oh, the kids. That's probably, so like, that's probably that's probably something creepy. you get you get more in the book then oh big time. That's Stephen King creepy. loves that. Yeah, yeah, it's way creepier. But it's it's they included it just very briefly in the movie. I awesome. do remember that. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I gave track number one, drive my car, four out of five. Didn't recommend it, but it's a great song. Same, did not recommend it, but it's great yeah. baby you can drive my car do 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 and yes i'm gonna be a star and you know what the beatles were stars they were huge stars by the point in this point in their life yeah for real um, yeah. by 1963 this, this when they the, came over they were huge stars this was the time when when they would pack out stadiums and all the ladies would faint and whatnot they might have been done doing that i think they only or was toured that for like three years Which which they might have been on the tail end of their touring career by this album, Hmm. they stopped doing it. Did they still play concerts? Um, I think they played shows. I don't. They didn't tour though. Huh. It got to the point where like they couldn't hear themselves. I suppose. I suppose in that in that time period. Yeah, girls were just crazier back then, screaming and whatnot. (laughs) Those. (laughs) You know, back in the '60s, as we know, yeah, ladies would just scream. Yeah, uh, uh, for some reason, from a like a biological um, view, we know that the the woman uh, voice box has shrunken in the past forty years. It has become the the capacity for screaming has shrunk. Yeah, and so that's why you, you never get ladies who are always screaming at bands anymore. Not to the level of the Beatles, at least, because they, yeah. they just all can't... their all their voice boxes were about to burst, and so. Natural Selection and Evolution was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to slow down here. Let's make these voice boxes smaller. Yeah. So thanks, Beatles. Yeah, thanks, Beatles. You really changed the world in more ways than just music. <laughs> yeah. On to song number two, which I gave a five out of five. I didn't recommend, but I gave an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. As you can see, I was about to recommend it, but then I was like, no. Yeah. And but then I, then I still uh, have to give it a 5 out of 5 cuz it's a fantastic song. It's called Norwegian Wood, which is what you heard us playing at the very beginning. Yes, not very well or correctly, but <laughs> yeah, but it it's got a great guitar line that that's doubled yeah. by the sitar I and mean, it's it's so and doubled by the the, and the vocals in the the, vocals, and the, 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 yeah. the verses. But it's it's great. So good. I um, I love how in this song the it in, starts in the key of D and then they go to the parallel minor. They just have a. For those chorus. of you who don't know what a parallel minor is, it's just they change keys. Well, so the, the first chord is a D, and then during the chorus, when she's like, and it's like she asked me to stay in a it's um, a D minor. Yeah, they, it starts on D minor. Yeah. So essentially, the parallel minor meaning both chords are D, but one of them is yeah. minor. But it's a really cool key shift, uh, and they come yeah. back. Yeah. Very cool. I read that John Lennon said that this song is about an affair he was having, hmm. and he said he wanted to write it in a sophisticated way. Makes sense. Quite a few double entendres in in the song. A little suggestive if you ah uh, yeah check yeah. out the lyrics. Yeah, uh, but it's, sure. it's a great song. Um, song number three. I gave it five out of five, and I recommend it. Oh, it's called "You Won't See Me." See, there were and you won't see Jesse recommend this song. No, you won't. You won't. But um, obviously, I think all a, these songs are great. They are. But I think this song is pretty simple. Like it's a simple poppy, like yeah. rock and roll song. So you so catchy, see me. You won't see me. And then, like the first line is when I call you up, your lines engaged. Yeah. When I hear your lines engaged, that's when I remember. Oh yeah, they're British. <laughs> and then you remember. Oh yeah, people used to have home home lines. Mm-hmm. But even that's like engaged is like a busy signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hear that. Remember in Shaun of the Dead when they're trying to call the ambulances and it's, oh, the lines engaged. <laughs> oh. The the police are engaged. And your lions engaged. Yeah. But I, I always think it's a funny way to say it. But it's such a catchy song. It really is. Um, I think lyrically, it's about him trying to get in touch with an ex, but she won't see him. Obviously, yeah. she won't return his calls. Whatever. You won't see me. But one of my favorite parts is in one of the later verses when there's the two backing melodies that do that. Ooh la la la, ooh la la la. la. Yeah. Ooh la. I just. Oh yeah, that that chord. Yeah. Ooh la la la. la but they've yep. got the, the two people doing harmonies. It just sounds really cool. Yeah. It's a simple songwriting technique that, that was very popular in like the rock and roll, pop, mm. 8, like 50s, 60s. But yeah. It works for a reason and it really works in the song. Super danceable song, but I love it. It's great. It's great. Now, on to track number four Nowhere Man. I gave it a five out of five and I honorable mentioned it. I recommended it. Oh, interesting. Because it kind of goes away from the general theme of most of the other songs on the album. It's not about a girl? Yeah, it's not about yeah. a girl. It's very different. Yeah. Um, it start, you know, it starts a cappella. Um, what are the first words again? He's a real nowhere man sitting in his nowhere land making all his nowhere plans for nobody. It's so it's so good. Yeah ever that John Lennon said that he like couldn't think of like to write anything. He like was coming up with no idea, so he just like was gibberishing, and this kind of came out in one breath. Really, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out it's, it's awesome. So, yeah, it's great because I mean, it. De- I mean, it describes a complacent man who doesn't uh, have a point of view. Who doesn't? Yeah. Knows not where he's going or where he's going. He's to. as blind as he can be. Just sees what he wants to see. Yeah. But well, I think I think it kind of hits. Home for a lot of people, probably, because uh, one of the other lines is saying that like the world is at his command, but he's still just a nowhere man. You know, so he's like he has all these opportunities to do stuff, but but then he's just like nah, la 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 la, nowhere <laughs> for <from> me. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see the movie Yellow Submarine, the animated Beatles movie? No, I never did. The Nowhere Man is actually in the the movie. Really? Yeah, it's, he's, he's a character. What's he? What does he wear? Um, a suit and top hat. I don't really remember. It's been a long time, and it's kind of a dumb movie. <laughs> it's fun to watch, but it's dumb. The Beatles don't even voice themselves. Oh, really? But on purpose. Like That's weird. they actually make a live, like a live action appearance at the very end. Did they produce it? I think so. Didn't, really? They were involved. They just didn't voice themselves. It's it's weird. I I, I didn't understand why, but huh. it's all right. It's worth a watch at least once. That's weird. Next song? Yes. It's called Think for Yourself. It's track number five. I think gave it four out of five. Didn't recommend. Four out of five. Four out of five. Also did not recommend. I, I um, said there was a cool organ sound because it almost sounded like a distorted guitar, but I'm fairly positive it was an organ. You think it's an organ? I think so. I thought it was a distort, distorted guitar. That's what I thought at first, and then listening to how it was being played, it sounded like it was an organ. Oh, okay. We'll give it another listen and maybe look up right. some things. You could be right. But it's nice to hear George sing uh, um, lead for a change. He doesn't get that many, but when he does, it's always fun. Uh, Number five is The Word. I gave it... I'm sorry, track number six is called The Word. word. I gave it a five out of five, but I didn't recommend or honorable mention. I just think it's a great song. Yeah, it is. And you know what the word is. I love. The word is love. You don't have to guess that because they say the word is love. Yeah. Have you heard? The word is love. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard? The word's love. Have you heard? Have you heard? Uh, Wait, what is... That's John, right? (laughs) John? Have you heard... I'm what, I'm then John. Then what's Paul sound like? Oh, I'm Paul. Oh, I'm Paul McCartney. I'm John. So have you heard the words love? <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about, John? The words love. Oh, the word. Oh, I'm Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Ringo. Oh, I got a funny nose. <laughs> Everybody loves the drummer. <laughs> Let's stop the voice of the Beatles. Could on, we could go on forever. We could with go on this. for hours. Oh, I'm from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool, whatever they call themselves. Liverpool, Liverpoolians. Liverpoolians. That's weird. Liverpoolians. Uh, you didn't recommend the word, did you? No, it's a great song, though. Number seven is called Michelle, or as they say, Me- Michelle. Michelle. I gave it 3.75 out of 5. fair um, out of fair. At first, I was thinking this is a really different sounding song, but then I thought about it a little bit more, and it sounded like something you'd probably hear in the 50s. To be honest yeah it's kind of uh, it doesn't more, sound too foreign it's, it's kind of like more, a 50s love more, ballad yeah it's like more, more jazzy yeah it's a nice change of pace though and there's some french nice on the song french yeah yeah i didn't go and translate You're it but i do like that probably like i love you i love you i love you yeah, it's, it's pretty cool it's not my favorite song but it's a really cool change of pace and i still like it yeah i think it's a great change of pace uh, I think which the is next song's a change of pace. Oh, big time number eight, which is called "What Goes On." And what goes, goes on, like, on in your mind? The only thing I wrote is "Country Ringo." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of what I said was it, it kind of sounds like rockabilly. Yeah, like like, a folky rockabilly. It, yeah. It's got a bit of a country feel. And I recommended the song. I didn't, but I gave it four point five out of five because I really like it's it. It's great. Yeah, I think it's a great song. It's, it's a, about super a big change it's, it's about of pace. a girl, but well, most of these songs are. And about how she makes decisions, and they want she wants to know what goes, or he wants to know what goes on in her heart, in her mind, that influenced those decisions. It's always pleasant to hear Ringo sing. Well, I don't know if it's pleasant, but it's pleasant, it's (laughs) refreshing. I'd say a nice little change. But Mm. I like Ringo's voice. He's got a, he's not a really great singer, but he's fun. He's fun though. I like Ringo a lot. Anything else to say about that one? Nope. Fair enough. Uh, the next song, I think, which is another change of pace, is called yes. Girl. I gave it a 4.5, or f- just 4 out of 5. Yeah, same, I gave it 4 out of 5. It almost had, like, Russian-sounding melody in the verse. Is there anybody going to listen to my story? All about the girl who came to stay. Which, would that be a melodic minor scale, maybe? Uh, all about the girl who came to stay. Um, maybe. It's, it's, a, it's a weird... Some type of minor. Weird scale that they have in there that makes maybe what what a, I would say sounds Russian. Maybe it's a... Uh, mm-hmm. um, a Dorian scale. Could be. It's it's goofy, whatever it is. But it sounds cool. Uh, and then it's got a super pleasant chorus. But I, that's all I have to say about that one. You have anything else to say about that one? <laughs> nope. Well, song number 10 is called I'm Looking Through You. I gave it 5 out of 5, and I recommended. I gave it 4 out of 5, and gave it a hum. Hum. An honorable mention. Well, I recommended it. Where did you go? You know? Oh, I do. This song is great, though. I'm looking through you. Where did you go? Mm-hmm. I thought I knew you. What did I know? And then <laughs> you don't look different, but you have changed. Yada the through oh, yeah. you, You're You're not not the same. same. <laughs> 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 awesome guitar line. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's it's super catchy. It's so gosh darn catchy, and it makes me want to dance. Yeah, I just like the <laughs> Yada the same. Yeah. Obviously, it's about being in some type of relationship with somebody who's and changed drastically changing. over time. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines is, "Your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear." Uh but it's 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 a really cool song. Uh if you if you don't like this song, then you're a robot. Yeah, for real. Even robots like this song, let's be <laughs> honest. I if am there was a robot and I like this song. If there was a robot that was programmed to dance to songs that were good. I am the dancing robot. I am the dancing robot and oh. I dance to songs that are good. Uh, what I am like oh. through you is dance up <laughs> bo. What up bo? What is this song? You are not That's dance. dance. That's oh, <laughs> <Dance, dance, dance, laughs> <dance. laughs> Wow, that was a cut, quite a weird digress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a cool. It'd be kind of cool if there was a robot that only danced to good music. There probably is one. Who knows? But that would, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, song On number 11. to the next song. Which I recommended. Same here. Five out of five. It's called In My Life. In My Life. It's my last recommendation as well. Same here um it's a slower song than the some of the past ones yeah um but it makes me want to sway with a lighter in my hand at a concert yeah do, 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 do. it's even from the beginning it's just so yep. pleasant sounding it's really nice Um uh, i think it's about his I, I was having a hard time trying to determine whether it's about his love for a girl or a person or maybe a thing i don't or really know because he's referring to all the People, places, and things in his life that have that have changed, come, come and gone, yeah, or, that he or aren't the there anymore. Or... But something has remained the same, and he continues to love it more and more. Whether that's a yeah. person, or a place, or a thing, I don't really know. Yeah, he, he probably had something in mind. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, but it's uh, the, the line <laughs> that the, the hook. I guess you would say is. In my life, I my love, love, love you more. Why did you start so high? In my <laughs> life, I, I love, love you more. You more. Yeah. But the cool part is in the last portion, latter portion of the song. The instrumental, the instrumental. Instrumental part. portion. There's a keyboard solo, which sounds like a harpsichord, it's which a, I always thought was a harpsichord. No, it's, I read, I figured it out today. But do you remember in our music history class when we had to give papers and uh, one of our classmates named Jordan, he gave a, a a speech on, I believe he called it like neoclassicism. Yeah. Where new pop uh Music would incorporate oh, yeah, he talked about elements of, of classic well. classical elements or elements from baroque, and he cited this song and uh, saying that they want to have a harpsichord uh type sound, but he said they didn't actually use a harpsichord. They used a piano that they they manipulated yeah. the speed to make it sound different. He recorded the piano at half they've turned the actual song, which was all recorded except for the instrumental part. Mm-hmm. They turned the speed of that to half, and he played piano at the normal speed that he would play it. And then they just sped it up to yeah. match the song. And it sounds so cool. Yeah, it definitely sounds very cool. Yeah, You think it sounds it's a, a hard but when you listen to it a little closer, you're like, it does sound a little odd. Yeah. But it's it's just but awesome it's, in, that it's that. in, like, the Baroque style. Yeah. I think he wrote it in style of Bach, right? Yes. Uh, and you know uh, what they say? It? If it ain't Baroque, then don't, don't fix it. it. Thanks, Disney, for that joke. No, thanks, Stephen, for that joke. I just told it. No, that was not Beauty and the Beast. I just invented it. No, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> anyways uh you got anything else to say about this awesome song um um no me neither but it's, it's great. a fantastic song though it is in my life i love you more do 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 but. <laughs> <laughs> that burp was not part of the song but regardless uh, uh the last three songs i can go through pretty quickly i think yeah same here um, Number 12 is called Wait. Wait. Which I actually think is the most boring song on the album. I, I don't dislike it. It's I just, it. I gave it 3 out of 5. Same here, actually. Which is my oh. lowest rating on the album. Same here. I, it's, it's still a good song. It just I don't really it doesn't do as much for me as the other ones do. Same here, man. Uh, song number 13, I forgot to give a rating, but I'll just go on the limb and say 4 out of 5. <laughs> okay. Uh, George, it's George again. It's got a really cool guitar intro. That's what I... I gave it 4 out of 5 as yeah. well. It's a good song, um, but I like the next song, which is song, song is number funny. 14 called Run For Your Life. I gave it 4.5 out of 5. It's much ended, faster. They kind of ended on the same tone as they began the yeah, album. Fun and rock and roll and yeah. nothing like. How it does no it surprising. go? How does the chorus go again? Or, uh, you, better you better run for your life you little girl. Run for your life if you have, and that's the time. little girl. Uh, what's the, how's the verse start? Um, I can't remember. Is that it? Something like that. I, I could be getting it wrong, but it's something... That's a good song, It's though. fast, it's catchy, that's it's fun. fun. There's just too many other good songs on the album. Yeah, true. And that's why we recommended those other songs. And that's why even the songs that I didn't recommend, there were still some that had 5 out of 5. It's just they're, so good. They're probably... They're basically all yeah. hums. I think we'll do a lot more of these one-off um Yeah, I think we're going to start making episodes. it kind of a regular thing that we do. We'll do, do the, the long episodes every other week. And these ones will fill in the place where there's no episode. So we'll yeah. be releasing. We should be releasing episodes weekly. Yeah, yeah. But yes. these are fun. We'll do some more Beatles ones because uh, there's quite a there's quite, quite a, a, bit a few to go over. and quite a bit of good ones. So maybe we'll yeah. do multiple. We'll we'll just keep recording these. Why not? It's fun yeah. to do. We'll there are uh, in, so many albums. We'll throw in um, a bunch of them, and hey, maybe we just like won't say who we're gonna be listening to. So it'll we'll be a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll say we'll we'll just you know it'll be a, a fun little adventure. A fun little bit of an adventure. Or as we say, a fun-venture. A fun-venture? Yeah, a fun-venture. How oh, are we going on a fun-venture today? Why, a look of the Irish. I'm going out on a fun-venture. <laughs> you best go grabbing those potatoes. Oh, gosh. I'll grab a sack of potatoes. But watch out for the leprechauns. Oi! Oh, they'll get you. They'll get you. And by They're then, short the, your luck will run out. Oh, because the leprechauns... Oh, blood pudding. The leprechauns steal all your luck. Ah, oh, Top of the morning to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh well uh what do you feel about uh, the beard Does it oh, yeah, your flavor yeah. profile um, change at all for you? Let me give it another shot here real quick. Um for me, I think I the bourbon flavor still really isn't coming through too much. Uh I it's getting a lot more roasty, malty for me, a little less sweet, which I kinda like. Yes, that is that's a good point. The sweetness kind of um, dials back a little bit as it warms up. Ooh, what's that little after flavor? What after flavor? I got a little bit of the oakiness in the after flavor, or a little bit of the bourbon bourbon bourboniness. Whereas Michael Scott would say it has a very nice oaky afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that when he was tasting the wine? Yeah, yeah. and everyone looked at him weird. <laughs> okay That's oaky afterbirth. What's so weird? Michael Scott, what a ridiculous character. That's uh, a fantastic beer, though. Fantastic. Yeah, album. it's really really good. Um, uh, let's say we give the uh, the old one two click clickety clack and uh, yeah. And, and a little uh cheers, magic. Chippity Cheers. Cheers, Chippity Cheers. <laughs> 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 ya yeah, poo-poo-poo. Alright, well here she goes, I guess. Alright. Chippity, chippity beep. Beep. <laughs> That was delicious. What a great that episode. That was great. Um again, we don't know when we're gonna be releasing this one, so who knows what the next episode is. It that could you'll be, be the new year! Yeah, it could be the new year. If or it could- is... Or maybe you'll be happy hearing new <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Or if it's still Christmas, Merry Christmas. Y- or if or nothing if has it's happened it's, yet, or if it's it's coming up soon. If it's the thirtieth of December, Happy thirtieth of December. <laughs> or if it's the twenty second. Now, just <laughs> to stop, let's stop guessing. Uh, thanks for, for joining us. Uh, we'll have a new episode next week. Whether that's going to be the David Bowie episode or or, or the different if it's one, be a new one. Who knows? Or uh, another one off one. maybe. You'll find out. Once again, my name is Steven Johnston. And my name... Did we ever do that at the beginning? I don't really know, but... I don't think we did. Well, for the first time in this episode, my name is Steven Johnston. (laughs) And my name is Jesse Titus. And whether there are spaces in between our names (laughs) or not, this is American Brews and Tunes. Cheers, everybody. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews. Jimmy the Day! Dad!